Well, Ulysses, it's a fun Friday episode. We have baseball trivia, name that war, and much more. Let's get started. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. And we are still seeking potential advertisers and sponsors, LockedOnRays at gmail.com to inquire about that. Well, Ulysses, we've officially crossed the two-month mark of the season. The season started in April, and we are now in June. Question for you. Yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, what is your confidence level of this team for the remainder of the season? 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest. I would say an 8.5. 8.5, and I'll tell you that I'm that optimistic because there have been so many injuries and and underwhelming fundamental baseball being performed, and still this team is five games out of of the division leader, which are the Yankees. So um, I, I got to tell you, the fact that they're still above uh, 500 by eight games or so, mm-hmm. with all that has happened um, – not, I mean, again, not only the injuries, but poor play at times. There right. has been poor play in, in, in this, this season, and yet this team is so good that they're still they're not hitting and they're winning. Like that's this is how how good this team is. It's they just haven't really ramped up, and I feel like I don't know about you, but you know, there's a lot of uh, fandom chirping that oh, this sucks, and I just. I don't I don't see this team sucking. I don't I don't see this team being bad. I I see this team underperforming at times, yeah. which is a whole different conversation because if we want to talk about have the Rays underperformed, I would say yes. And I think no, nay, I know that most of the those guys in the clubhouse, if not every single one of them would say yes, we have underperformed. Yeah, they're their performance level mirrors a 500 team at times. And the fact that they're at where they're at now, as of this recording, they're just slightly behind the blue Jays in the ALE standings, but right in the thick of it, like you can't go down from where they're at right now. And I like how you pointed out the injuries, not saying that all the guys that are going to come back are going to light the world on fire or be successful. Heck, Maybe not all of these guys come back. They have setbacks. Something happens one reason or another. Just the expectation that we're going to get, you know, eight, nine guys back in the fold and this team is going to win 100 games or be on pace to win 100 games isn't going to happen. But a combination of some of these guys have to bring something to the table, like Brandon Lau, like Wander Franco, like Shane Boss, like JT Chagua and Pete Fairbanks and Yanni Torinos and Andrew Kittredge and Luis Patino. And yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it sucks the way they've performed at times and how shoddy and sloppy that they've played. But then again, it's like, wow, they're 
well above 500 with as worse as they played at times. So I am with you. I, I don't know if I'd go as high as an eight, um, but probably, you know, between a six and seven, maybe leaning towards a seven as of right now, the recency bias of the offense certainly leaves a lot to be desired, but um, yeah, don't, don't put your head in the sand. If you're a race fan, just think about, Hey, it's only going to go up from here. It's only going to go up from here. And that's the, that's the objective, right? You, you named all of those names that can only help them. I mean, the fact that Jeffrey Springs has, has come out of nowhere, that should be a, like Springs jerseys and jerseys should be bought right now because of the way that he stepped up. That's what we're talking about. When you say step up, that's a guy who is taking the opportunity and doing everything he can to to make a name for himself as a starting pitcher, and why not? I mean, isn't that everybody's dream? If if if, if you can throw a ninety mile an hour fastball, it's like you know, I'd rather be a starter than a reliever. And so now right. he's getting that shot, and he's doing that. So nobody could have predicted that. Nobody in in, in race fandom would have done that. And look at what he's done. Drew Rasmussen has been really, really effective. Yeah, there's been a couple of of, of bump starts, but for the most part, really good. Same with Corey Kluber. I mean, the, Shane McClanahan, for God's sakes. I mean, this guy could potentially be an all star this year if he keeps yeah. if he keeps it up. So uh, from the pitching side, I think with all the injuries that they've already dealt with, it's amazing that they have pitched this well. Right. And uh, to the point about Jeffrey Springs, I don't think anybody, I certainly don't think the Rays marketing team, uh, you know, on the onset of the season said, hey, let's go out and get some Jeffrey Springs jerseys and jerseys. Let's do a Jeffrey Springs (laughs) promotion. But it may be going to that point if he keeps up what he's doing. Very impressive stuff from him for sure. But just kind of running down the list here, offensively across the two month mark of the season, The Rays are tied for 17th in runs scored per game at 4.14. For comparison, they averaged 5.28 last year. Again, that was a historic feat by the Rays, what they did last year. They weren't going to replicate that. But again, they're below average right now in runs per game. They're also uh, 22nd in team OPS at 669. So again, where they're at right now, I think the offense can only go up from here when a couple guys get back and then some of the younger players start to pick it up a little bit. Uh, Pitching, they are fourth in MLB in team ERA 3.32 compared to 2021. That was 3.73 and they're third in whip uh, this season with a 111 mark and guys like Jeffrey Springs and others have certainly assisted with that. Uh, defense is a little bit tougher to gauge. Again, the advanced stats and metrics don't really, there's disagreements between the different, uh, sources that you look at. I do know that the Rays are currently eighth in outs above average, but 20th in defensive runs saved. Meanwhile, fan actually ranks the Rays as the fourth most efficient defense. So I don't know where their measurements come from. Uh, one other stat to note, uh, or at least one other stat to note defensively, and this may be a byproduct of the pitching staff and how many guys are delivering strikeouts and fly ball outs, is the Rays are actually 28th. So near the bottom in double plays per game. That's hmm. uh, quite lower than 
last year. So if we're just looking at numbers, they're averaging 0.64 double plays per game compared to 0.83 in 2021 now some of that also may be the defensive ineptitude at times of uh, taylor walls of the first baseman of who's ever playing second on a particular day so that's something to note um and if we're looking at war accumulated this season we've talked about the rays uh, they they just look like an average ball club well that's kind of where they're at in the wins above replacement category 15th 15th in baseball so far with 6.2 war across all players that is sandwiched between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Toronto Blue Jays. And one other stat I want to note uh, this, uh, I think this definitely mirrors what we've seen uh, on video or listening to the radio or whatnot and reading in the articles uh, 20th, 20th in base running efficiency and effectiveness according to Fangraphs. So that's a little snap of where the Rays stand as of right now. Again, I think they're they're going to go upwards. I, I, I expect them. I expect them to win 92 to 95 games. Yeah, and, and, and that hasn't changed because I think our prop bet was 94 games. Like the over-under was 94. So we're still right there. I think this team has underperformed, and all of those stats that you're, you're talking about basically note that. Now, if we want to play devil's advocate or my favorite phrase of 2022, if we want to ret-team this thing, could also mean that this team is overperforming. Right. As in, like, they shouldn't be five games out of the Yankees, and they should be ten games out of the Yankees. You know, like that, I I, right. I I know why people would say that, and I understand that. I just don't think that that's what this team is about. I think with Walls and Bruhan and, and all the rookies, the Lowe's, the the Paredes, the the Arandas probably that we're going to see this year, yeah. some of one or two needs to step up and say, I'm here. You don't want to put me down in AAA. I am sick and tired of taking bus rides. I'm um, I'm in for the plane. Take yeah. And know, again, how are we going to find those spots? Probably some trades are coming, and I and that might be where the rubber meets the road. Of hey, we're going to not saying this is going to happen, but a more experienced veteran type player gets outed, ousted on this Rays team. To I hate to say it, but again, the Rays. I don't know if it was deliberately or not deliberately, but they took a step back from 2021. They they had a, a window there where it's like, we won 100 games. We got disappointed in the first round of the playoffs. We can move on and up. And instead, they, they made maneuvers to play some of the younger cast of characters. And, you know, they're, they're not as good of a team as they were last year. They took a step back. They're in, a I guess, a retooling measure right now. And maybe that means... They're more eyeing 2023, 2024. Okay, we'll see. But um, I get I I understand the plight of the fan base where it's like we had this great season in 2021. Why aren't we going for it? Why aren't we making a, a you know they did I guess make a effort to get a Freddie Freeman and whatnot. But you know why didn't they really go for broke to you know this was our opportunity to really take the next step and they went backwards in some sensor form so uh there we go that is a little uh rundown of the first two months of the season hopefully the Rays play improves going forward uh we have much more on this episode but first we have to tell you about linkedin 
LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That is linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that is linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. Kevin, I wanted to bring something that has happened twice in less than 10 games or in less than five games. I I don't know the the span, but it's less than 10 Mm -hmm. games for sure. It's something that never happened in 2021. And the whole race fandom on Twitter got like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. And we talked about it at the time that we didn't think that that was awesome at all, which is Kevin Cash never having been ejected in 2021. And yet, this season, in a span of what, five, seven games, he has it been ejected now twice. Yeah. I don't remember your take. I think you said no, but... I don't think a manager not getting thrown out is a good thing. I don't think a guy that's just docile and in the club in, in the dugout and just like taking everything from an umpire is a good thing. I don't know if you agree with that. No, I think it depends on the situation. I don't want a guy like Aaron Boone that is finding every little thing and every little reason to come out and argue and bicker and look like a ass, quite frankly, in and trying to show up and show off against an umpire. I think they're just like with a lot of things in this world and that, you know, we lack as a society is nuance. I think it depends on the situation and the context and where a team stands. Like, so Kevin Cash wasn't a G21. Nope. I think that was a a tweet by Steve Carney, I think. And then everybody was well, again, that team won a hundred games. So there probably wasn't much reason for them, for him to need to light a fire or try to find some sort of spark or, you know, get agitated or riled up about a particular issue. Now in the playoffs, you know, some of the, the strike calls on Wander Franco, that would have been a situation to get ejected, but you see the team, slumbering and and struggling to hit struggling to score runs against the rangers of all teams against the rangers this isn't uh you know the the they're not that good uh and yet they're the the rays were having or are having a difficult time against them so i understand if you're if you're sliding a little bit and and the team looks lethargic and doesn't have a lot of passion or motivation yeah you have to do something whether it is uh whether it is by design or whether it comes naturally, but you have to have that little kick in the butt and you, you probably don't want to have to go to an individual player. So you call out the umpire, you, you call out what's going on in the game. So I, I don't, uh, I was full disclosure. I did not watch the situation or situations where Kevin Cash was ejected, but um, I've seen some really bad calls and bad misplays by umpires this season. If it, and if it's something that gives a little boost and, and gets the blood going, gets the blood boiling by the team and, and uh, fellow staff members, I am all for it. I just think that if you're a manager, you have to really, really pick your spots. This 
shouldn't be something where, hey, let's let's try to set a record for ejections. Like I, I don't think that no, no. I, I, I'm not asking. I'm not asking him to be Lupinella. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not asking. Like, I think him that's to be Aaron Boone. Yeah, you know, McCracken. You know, like I, I'm not asking him, Kevin Cash, to do that. I'm just saying the the docile nature of his 2021. You know, I get it. 100 wins. You're right. But there are situations, even in, in an 100 win season, where you should be getting ejected. Like that's that's just one of the cards that you have to hold uh, to play in, in the game of baseball as a manager. You can. That's one of your cards. Is boom. I'm going to get ejected here. And I feel like that's a card that he rarely plays, and I don't yeah. like it that he rarely plays it. Now in this 2022 season with those two uh, ejections. I did like that. I like seeing that. I like a manager that's going to protect his players, and his play- and his players are going to like that too. Choi even said that after the game that he yeah. really appreciated that, and then he came through three pitches later with with the game winning hit. So th- th- those things uh, they matter. You 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 th- that pause of the pitcher not ha- n- not being able to throw the the, the next uh, pitches or so uh, in his routine in his pace. You break that rhythm. I mean. That's a very powerful card that yeah. the manager has to play. And I've always disliked that Kevin Cash doesn't use that more often. And I'm hoping that in 2022, we do see that a little bit more. But like you said, there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum of being completely docile, which he showed in 2021, or being, you know, Lupinella, Aaron Boone, which right. is ridiculous, right? So he has to find a little bit of that common ground. And I think from the slumbering offense from the ump show that we have seen in 2022. Right. Maybe those little factors can increase, you know, his fire because I think it's needed. And I think the fandom should deserve somebody who is also getting kind of riled up at the stuff that is happening on the field and not just like, you know, chewing on his lip. Like you, 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 you gotta go out there, man. Like it's, it's good. It's good. we as fans like that. We as fans, yeah. what happens after you're the umpire, the, the, the umpire tosses their manager? Do, do people get, you know, do they boo the umpire if it's their home? No, they love it. They right. love it. They like seeing the guy that's filling out that lineup card to feel about the game as much as the fan does. Yeah. Again, I think it depends on the situation. I think one reason that Kevin Cash has been so successful and that he fits in the Rays mold and system is because he is docile and because he is uh, relaxed in some sense. You know, I think it it also depends at who is pitching or who is at the plate. How does a particular player react to something like that? So, again, I think it depends on the complexion of the team, the complexion of the roster, what guys click to and don't click to, like you cannot treat, you know, there's players in that organization and players in any type of sporting realm that would not react well to that, that, that don't like that fiery type of umpire that like, or that, that don't like that fiery type of, of coach or manager. So, um, I, I mean, if we're doing an over under, I think, yeah, uh, (laughs) looking at where this season has gone and, and how there's been some struggles. Uh, team has, you know, lacked energy, passion, and fire at times. Then I think Kevin Cash might come out more with those types of instances. You know, last year, I, I, I'm sure there were times where it could have called for him coming out and being ejected, but again, things per- went pretty well on, on that 101 season. And um, sometimes you also have to consider who is, what happens 
after the manager is ejected? Do you trust the next guy up, the next coach to manage things and run things? Because Boy, if, if you don't, then they better guy, not be a bench coach. If you don't, if you don't trust that the guy next behind you is going to, they shouldn't be a bench coach. That should, that should be out the window. That should not be a problem. Right. But maybe, but there's also a reason that the guy's a bench coach and not the manager. It's not as good as the manager, right? Or there's only 30 spots. And so people need to take their time. Yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, I mean, it's great that again, I think, you know, the, the fan base is looking for something, looking for, you know, some sort of spark. And, and this may be it. If there's nobody on the team right now, that's, you know, there, there's not a, a Tommy fam type of guy then maybe mm-hmm. it does have to come from the manager there. So I understand that yeah. as well. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd, you know, want to see this, uh, the act, you know, a dozen times or whatever, but, you know, pull it out when you have to pull it out and, and go from there. So. Yeah, exactly. Pull it out when you need to, because, uh, it's a good card for, for cash to, to play. And another, uh, card that you can play is go to built.com why because built granola bars are here they come in three unbelievable flavors people chocolate peanut butter chocolate coconut and white chocolate berry in fact if you want to try all three flavors you can get a mixed box at built.com right now and let's let's talk about the facts here 150 calories 15 grams protein only four grams sugar and guess what these built granola bars are also covered in 100 percent real chocolate just like you want them to so today go to built.com and get your built granola bars right now and be sure to use the promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your order so today go to built.com use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com all right it is a friday episode which means we have baseball trivia and name that war ulysses what do you have for trivia today well for trivia we're gonna make it super simple we talked about how the team has been doing this whole 22 and 2 season so let's talk about hits because that offense needs more hits so kevin it's a real you know straight down the middle i want you to name me the top five race hitters in 2022 with the most hits okay so which rays had the most hits this season the top uh, I will five say top five um just name them off or does it have to be in exact order no 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 you can just name them off i'll give you the, the ranking later uh manny Margot. that's correct he's number three with 37 harold ramirez correct he is number five with 32 Kevin Kiermeyer. Strike one. He's number six with 30. Mm. Uh, Wander Franco. Correct. He's tied for first at 48. Uh, Yandy Diaz. Correct. He's number four at 36. Okay. You need one more and you only have one strike, so you've got this one. Well, I'm thinking of guys who have gotten a lot of at-bats as well. Um, I guess I'll go with Randy. I'm not confident in it, but I'll go with Randy. You know what? You should be confident because he Mm. killed the baseball in May. He is also leading. He's tied with Franco with 48 hits. This was fastball down the middle. You crushed us, baby. You just out of the yard. 
That's what the Rays need. They need some more of that. More hits, yeah. more doubles, more triples, yeah. more home runs, and less Very outs good. on the base pass. Uh, all right. Uh, my name that war is a guy who had quite a few hits in his career. Hmm. Uh, was a solid player. Played for the Rays one time, Ray. In 2017, his name is Ricky Weeks. What is his career war? Ricky Weeks played with the Rays. My goodness. that Was that 2012, you said? 2017. Now, he was known for most of his career with the Brewers, Milwaukee right? Brewers, of course. And then yeah. when he was on his last leg, he wound up with the Rays and played... Uh, 37 games. Wow, totally forgot about that. Um, Ray, you forgot. That's also a good one. Ray, yeah. you forgot for a segment. <laughs> Ricky Weeks. Hmm. You said 2017 he played with the Rays, but he also had so much staying power with the Brewers, like a good 10 years, I think. So then let's give him from 2005 to 2017. That's like 12 years. Let's give them like a good six year stretch where he was a three war player. That's 18, 20. I'm going to go with he was a 21 war guy. Uh, not a bad guess. Uh, according to baseball reference, it's about half that 11 and a half war, but put up wow. really good numbers. In his career, played 14 years in the bigs, 11 with the Brewers and a mix of, you know, one year fewer with the Diamondbacks, Rays and Seattle Mariners. But he had a 246 career batting average, 161 home runs, 1087 hits, 132 stolen bases. So member of the, I guess, 100, 100 club or a 125, 125 club of home runs and stolen bases a one-time all-star career ops of 764 so again very very solid career for uh what was his highest war in in a season do you have it oh i do not have that but i would imagine it was probably his all-star season in 2011 where uh he played in only 118 games so he must have gotten hurt in the second half of that season but he had 20 home runs uh, 20 home runs and uh, 818 OPS I mean there were several seasons where I mean he had some really really good seasons I don't know what his highest career of war or his highest war per season was but if I had to take a ballpark guess you know maybe three or something I don't know yeah okay that was what I was thinking but I, I, I gave him a little bit more staying power I guess yeah no I mean he had staying power 14 years in the bigs it's just I, if I would have, if, if this question was posed to me, I probably would have said, yeah, Ricky Weeks made, I don't know, three all-star appearances because it did seem he was very memorable yes. with the Brewers when uh, he was part of, I mean, th- there was a, a nice core there with Ryan Braun and some others. So Exactly. And also that that, that Brewers team with, with Fielder, Prince Fielder, of course, Ryan, Ryan Braun. So yeah, he was memorable for sure. Corey Hart, I think also. Played yeah, they had, they had some fun players. I mean, yeah, Jason could play for them. JJ Hardy, Bill Hall. I mean, they had, you know, yeah. nice little, nice little team there for sure. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. So there we go. If you have time, go back and uh, look at the probably not many highlights of rookie weeks in a Rays uniform, but many 
of him in a brewer's uniform. Uh, all right. Thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>